Um, so certainly as we uh, now find ourselves beginning the nine days tonight, so we're finding ourselves within, you know, uh, right, only, if, uh, only a little more than a week until Tisha B'Av. So it's a good time for people to start figuring out those individuals who have uh, situations uh, that might cause fasting to be a challenge for them. Now is the time to start figuring out some of those challenges. So we're talking tonight about a couple of individuals to whom this applies. So first of all, in our Chaim Simen Tov Kuf Nun Dalat Sif Hei, the Shulchan talks about pregnant women and nursing women. Um, typically, the din is, uh, in, a, in a normal year, um, that just that even though a woman is pregnant, a woman is nursing, so the, the minor fast, they don't fast at all, they don't even, they don't even try. Uh, but Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur, we do, they do try. Uh, they, they should do their best. Uh, Yom Kippur is Daraisa. Uh, Tisha B'Av is, you know, we pick Kabbalah, it should be Divrei Kabbalah, it's treated like a, like a full-on full uh, Dindar Abanan. And therefore, women typically are encouraged to try, these women who are pregnant and nursing. Um, and even if that means staying in air conditioning the whole day and missing davening and, uh, you know, uh, your husband takes care of the kids, etc., you do what you can to, to get through the fast. It's sometimes less meaningful, but it's, but it's the way to do it. Um, for individuals, for women who've had complications in pregnancy, histories of miscarriage, preterm labor, etc., that becomes a different scenario, and that becomes conversations to be had on an individual basis. Um, same thing for women who are nursing. Uh, oftentimes, women who are nursing or have concerns about losing their milk going forward at all. Chazanish actually was famously quoted as saying that if a woman has concern that by fasting she'll lose her milk going forward, it would be a reason for her not to fast. Again, all these types of things you need to have an individual conversation. I encourage everybody, uh, has anybody who needs to ask that shalat to send shalat in ahead of time so we can talk about it. Uh, the Shalat also talks about individuals who are other types of choldim. Uh, specifically, it talks about a case of a woman who had a baby within 30 days. But in that case, talks about uh, a woman who needs to eat because she had a baby so recently and she's, al- she's allowed, to, to, she's allowed uh, typically allowed not to fast. Why is that? So the Shulchanach the, writes, because right? in situations of, of real chole, so then there's no, the, the, this dindra banan does not apply. The Ramah writes that they still try to do so anyways. People should try, etc. But because of that din, it's an important concept. Uh, because the, the, the point is someone who's a little sick, has a headache, you know, doesn't feel so good, that's, not, that's one thing. But a person who's really sick, a person has stomach virus, a person uh, has the flu, a person has, you know, a serious case of not tested positive for COVID. A person has a serious case of COVID, really, really, really isn't feeling well. So that could be a scenario where, you know, a person maybe is a real chola, chola shembo sakana, they're really in bed, they, you know, it really would, could make them more sick. It really could, could, could you know, let them get more sick if they, if, they, if they fast. So those are situations we say, you know, uh, Again, we're not talking about someone who just doesn't feel good. You feel shvach from fasting. It's a different story. A person who doesn't feel well, so then, uh, then there's a more reason, certainly by Tisha B'Av, uh, to be made. Rav Bik, who's a, a Rebbe in Yeshiva Haritzion, so he, he, he's been quoted as saying that in scenarios where a person, this comes up sometimes, there are lots of people who have uh, debilitating migraines. All the time, not just from fasting. And then fasting makes them really bad, so bad. Um, I've talked to, to actually a lot of people. I've learned a lot about migraines in my years in the rabbinate. That people who, who can sometimes they fast and they're so sick that they become, they stay, they, they can be like literally in bed for the, the next two or three days afterwards. So that's a big shayla. If a person knows for sure they'll become a cholashem mosakana after the fast, if they have a chiv to fast. It's a big shayla and someone who's in that scenario we should talk because uh, a lot of those people, there's times when, it, when it's not appropriate. If they're really going to get so sick, uh, maybe it's not appropriate. So however, I know what everyone's thinking. Everyone's favorite word this year is? Nidcha. Nidcha. I heard someone ask me last night, maybe that the nine days doesn't start right away because Nidcha, I was like, that's not what Nidcha means. Uh, Nidcha means that it's not Tisha B'Av, it's on Shabbos, pushed off to the 10th of Av. 
So what? So the fact that Tishba was pushed over to the tenth of Av, so Shulchan Aruch talks about a situation of a person has a bris mila, and uh, you know what, what are they going to do in that scenario? Because they because you know on the fast maybe they don't finish the fast, etc. And the Bira Lacha points out he writes v'chein b'choli katsas u'miuberes sheyesh meichus katsas mutarim lechol. Right? He quotes in this quote in the name of the of the of Rebbe Eger that individuals that when it comes to the nidcha it's already not tishabav. It's the next day. We still counted this Tisha B'av, but it's not actually Tisha B'av. So more reasons to be lenient. So it is true. So for women who are, who are pregnant, women who are nursing, there are even more leniencies this year because of, because of the Nidcha. But again, I still encourage people to have conversations. They're getting text messages all day today. It's great to talk about people's situations. Now, some Nachronim write that even if a person in these situations, they should try at least to get the Chatzos, maybe if they can, different, di- different possibilities. But yes, when it's a Nidcha, so it does have that, that, uh, that uh, what, what does become applicable is that there are certain leniencies that apply in terms of fasting, and true also for people who have other medical conditions, that if it's, uh, that because of the Nidcha, we are a little, a little bit more, a little bit no, more lenient. Mo- nobody should, there's no issue, people ask the question, should I do like Shi'urim? No, I'll drink a little bit every nine minutes, like on Yom Kippur. Most posts assume we do not do that when it comes to Tisha B'Av, some talk about it, but we assume that we don't do that on Tisha B'Av. Um, but one, another issue that does come up also is, is uh, medication. So nobody should skip medication if, uh, without talking to your doctor and talking to your Rav. If you take medication daily, there are some ways, some, if a person can skip it for one day, fine. But if you can't, and it's not appropriate, and the doctor thinks you shouldn't do so, so again, there are ways to, to, to deal with that. So we should talk also if that's something that um, they need to do. And same thing, a person shouldn't decide to fast or not to fast um, without a consultation with your doctor, a consultation with your rabbi, to make sure that you're doing things that are safe. Because of course, a person who is not supposed to fast, it is a mitzvah for them not to fast. A person who's supposed to fast, and a mitzvah for them to fast. So it's a good conversation to have over the next nine days as we prepare ourselves for this very important day.